Good morning. <clears throat> Welcome to Faith Walk Podcast with William Carroll. On this podcast, I share how God has taught me the Word, how I've stood on the Word, believed the Word, and I've seen signs, wonders, and miracles happen because of that childlike faith that I live by. You know, um, religion puts God in a box. Relationship takes Him out of the box. So I want to encourage you and all those that listen to take God out of the box. You know, our God is alive. Our God is, is willing to, to prove Himself to his children and to the world that he is still God. He's on the throne and he can do what he says he can do. You know, if you get thrown in the, the den of the lions, guess what? God can shut their mouth. If you get thrown in the fiery pit, you, can, you might go in there and not get burned. You know, he's still the same God. He's still a God. He's alive. So let's take him out of the box today. Listen, um, I was looking back on some of the episodes and seeing which ones were the the most listened to, and one of them was episode 20, and it was uh, Spiritual Warfare at Mrs. D's House. Now, on that episode, I was talking about uh, going over and praying for Mrs. D. She was under spiritual attack, and um, those spirits had come home with her son from prison, because let me tell you, if you've never been into prison, if you've never gone in there to minister or just gone in there to visit people, there's definitely some evil spirits there. You know, just because Christ isn't here today don't mean that there aren't evil spirits anymore. That doesn't mean that there isn't a devil and a third of the angels that fell with him that are still attacking us or pressing us. I'm not talking about, you know, being possessed by the by the by the demons. I'm talking about being oppressed. You know, there's a difference. Possess possession is a, a yielded point where you yield and you yield to those um, demons and you ask them to come into your life and to move into your life and they sure will, you know. And uh, but oppression is they they tend to oppress the Christian people. You know, they come in to torment you, to oppress you, you know. But if you learn who you are in Christ and you learn, you know, what it, the Word says, who you are and what you are, you're a child of God, you're a joint heir of the throne with Jesus Christ, then um, you can fight these oppressions. You can fight against the enemy. Well, anyway, so uh, in that episode, we talked about some prayer stakes. Um, and I talked about a book, and it, the book is by Steve Hemphill, and it's What Are the Prayer Stakes? God's Markers Upon the Land. And um, I had, uh, he had came and he had spoke at a motorcycle shop to one of our men's groups, and he was talking about the, uh, the markers upon the land and how that with the prayer stakes, you know, there's no power in the prayer stakes. They're just little plastic tent stakes that have scripture verses on them. When he first started out and God gave him this idea to mark the bounds of, of, the, of the property and mark the bounds of houses and, and what have you, where people were suffering oppression, then uh, uh, they would write the scriptures on a piece of paper and they would tape it on these uh, stakes. Well, a stake company started making them for him and they started printing the scriptures on the stakes. Now listen, there's no power in the stakes. There's no power in the stakes. There's no power just going out and driving the stakes. The power is in faith and in the word of God. But by an act, you go out and you pray over your property 
you stake your property, you drive the stakes in, you pray the scriptures, you pray the word of God, you pray for his protection. And, um, and God works. God works. Well, Mrs. D, you know, go back and listen to episode 20 and, and listen to that. And then a couple of months after uh, Mrs. D's house, I had a, a friend reach out uh, on Facebook. And he wasn't a close friend, but I, I knew him from school because my daughter and his son was in school together and we had been on, you know, uh, different things at the school together. And, um, he had been a deputy sheriff at one time in, in the County over next to us. And he called, well, he reached out on, uh, not Facebook, but on a messenger, I guess. And he said, uh, hey, William, I have a question to ask you. I need to talk to you about something. And I know that you don't, you won't think that I'll, I'm crazy. I, I believe that you, you'll understand what I'm talking about. So I reached back and I said, well, sure. You know, what do you got going on? And um, he gave me his number and I called him and I said, I said, man, what's going on? He said, well, he said, you know, he said, uh, he said, I've been having some strange things happening at my house. And he says, you know, I know a lot of people would think I'm crazy. And he said, but it didn't used to happen. And they just started happening. And he says, you know, my two boys, teenage boys were at home. And he said, they won't even stay in the room anymore. I said, well, how come? He said, well, he said they were in their room. And he said, it's in the middle of the daylight, you know, and they're in their room messing around, goofing off. And he said, um, some books just flew off the shelf and, and, and hit the bed. And there, there was some other things going on in the house, strange things happening like that in the house. Now, listen, if you've ever been to a house that you felt like that, or you walked into a house and you felt the hair stand up on the back of your neck and just knew something wasn't right, you know, there was something there. Well, he said, listen, this is going on. He said, it's never happened before. We've lived here all our life. He said, I don't, he said, I, I, I don't know what's going on. And I was wondering, what do you think? And I told him, I said, well, it sounds to me like there are some spirits in your house. And I said, uh, I said, I don't know why they're there, but I said, I, listen, I got some stakes. They got the scriptures on them. We can come over there. We will go in your house. We'll pray in every room and we will command those spirits to leave your house. And then we'll go out and we'll stake your property at four corners and we'll pray over each these stakes and we'll, we'll quote scripture. We'll pray. We'll command them to leave and to leave y'all alone and not to return back. And I said, and, and we'll um, just, uh, we'll bind them up, you know, because that's what the scripture says. Whatever you bind in the earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose in heaven will be loosed in the earth. And I said, we're just going to pray for God's protection over your house and over your property, over your boys, over your family. And I said, um, I said, I know exactly what it is. <laughs> and so I kind of shared with him what happened at Mrs. D's house. And he said, okay. He said, when can you come? I said, well, well, uh, how about this weekend? So Saturday, me and my wife went over there and we met him. He, we met his wife, you know, well, we didn't met him. We knew him. We just went over there and uh, began visiting with him. And they began telling us, you know, what all was going on and how some weird things was happening and cold spots in the house and just different things were were happening and had them all on edge, you know, and they said, you, you think we're crazy? And I said, no, I don't think you're crazy. I said, you know, there is a spiritual realm and one third of the angels fell with, with Satan and they're here and they don't, 
they, they're here to torment, torment us if we allow them to. See, the scripture says that the, the devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But you know, we're of the tribe of Judah. We're of the, we're the, the line of the tribe of Judah, you know. We're not like a lion. We are the lion. You know, Satan wants to pretend like he's a lion, that he has the power, but he's a defeated foe. Jesus defeated, defeated him in battle, you know, but he still wants to make us think that he's not defeated. See, he wants, his greatest lie is to convince the world that he's as powerful as God is, that he can be everywhere at one time. He can't. He can only be one place at one time. Now, he has a third of the angels. I don't know how many that was, but it's a, a great number of them, a third of the angels. So it's not always him. We call him Satan. We say, Satan, you know, get thee behind me, or Satan's bothering me, or the devil's bothering me. Well, that just includes all of that spiritual realm. It's his spiritual family, the demons, that includes that. When we speak to the head, that's who we speak to, right? Because he can't be everywhere at one time. He's not God. Never was. Never will be. He's a defeated foe. But anyway, he has all these these other demons, you know, and all these other fallen angels that are, are carrying out his business and carrying out his work. So we went to his house, and he told us what was going on. I said, okay. Well, we took a little oil with us. You know, in, um, in Exodus, they anointed the doorpost with uh, blood, so that the death angel would pass over. So we took some oil with us and we went in the house and they went with us and we went to every room and we bound those spiritual, those spiritual beings. We bound those spiritual things that were happening. We bound them in the name of Jesus. We commanded them that they had to be deaf, dumb, and blind and they had to bow the knee and confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord or flee. And, uh, we commanded him to leave, to leave the house, to leave the rooms, to leave his premises. And after we did that, we went out and we, we walked his land and we took some stakes and we went out there and we prayed over each stakes. We prayed basically the same thing, you know, that God sets the bounds of the people. And, you know, God does. He sets the boundaries of the people. And if he has blessed you with land, he has set your boundaries. And nothing should come across your boundaries, you know, because of his protection on your house and on your land, uh, because, because he gave you that land. And if you dedicate that land back to him, then that's God's land. And he's going to protect it. And he's going to, to look over you and protect over you. So anyway, we went and we prayed at each stake. He prayed and I prayed. We all prayed. And we prayed at the first stake. And then we prayed at the second. Then we prayed at the third stake. At the fourth stake, we committed anything, anything left, any spiritual thing that was not of God that was trying to torment them, we commanded it to leave in the name of Jesus, and we drove the last stake. Well, I said, you know what, what, what do you think happened? What, what do you think happened and brought this on where it, it never was like this before? He had lived there all of his life, you know, and he said, well, he said, I've been going out ghost hunting. He said, I had uh, some people that were doing the ghost hunting, you know, going out and trying to find the ghost and all that, you know, all these TV series, you know, where they're looking for spiritual things. And he said, they had asked me to come because 
I used to work with an evangelistic ministry and they just wanted me there kind of like for protection. And he said, and I was going and I was doing that. And he said, and then all of this started. And he said, I quit going. And I said, well, they just, they just attached themselves to you and they just followed you home. You know, I said, you know, you're not, you're not dealing with ghosts. You're not dealing even with the people who you're going to, uh, um, look for or talk to. You're dealing with demons is what you're doing who are trying to imitate whatever you're looking for. They're trying to please you. They're trying to show you that there's a, another realm out there. So, um, uh, I said, they just followed you home, made themselves at home, and they were starting to torment you. And anyway, so after that, you know, we found out. I, I talked to him later, and I said, well, how are things at your house? I, and he says, man, it's been good. He said, there is peace at our house. He said, we, find, we have peace. We are uh, no more books falling and flying off the shelf and what all else was going on. And he said, he said, man, he says, um, those stakes were something. I said, well, you know what? Those stakes, those stakes are just plastic tent stakes with scriptures on them. I said, what made the difference is your faith, believing that God set your bounds. And when we drove those stakes and we prayed over those stakes, that's what made the difference. You know, I had my property, uh, I staked my property out a long time ago. And, um, and then when I read the book and, and I heard uh, Steve Hemphill talk about it. You know, I, I got a set of stakes and I went back to each corner of my property and prayed over it again and staked it out. And um, uh, we were we were having, a, we had some family members from Puerto Rico that were here and we were having a barbecue one afternoon. And I'm telling you what, the storm clouds came up and all the phones started going out. We were sitting outside and I was had the pit going. And went, man, I mean, Ding, 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 all the, what, what's going on? All the alarms going off for weather. Well, even uh, my wife's uh, mother called and said, there's a tornado headed straight for y'all. You know, getting, take cover, take cover. And everybody was going, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I said, well, I said, I'm going to finish cooking. They said, but, but there's a tornado coming. We, and I said, no. I said, you know, I said, I believe the Lord will protect us. I said, I believe, I said, we're going to pray about it right now. And then I'm going to finish cooking. And then if you're scared and you want to, you can go in the house, but there's no reason to fear because God has us. I said, you can go in the house if you want to, you can stay out with me and I'm going to finish cooking and then we're going to eat and we're going to be fine. And so we prayed a prayer, Lord, you know, prayer protection over us and over our house and uh, that that if, if if it came that it would pass over us, well, um, the weather got better. You know, we finished eating. We had a good time. The weather got better, and and um, my wife started tracking that. You know, on those weather apps, you can track the tornado or whatever. And we had heard that it had hit down in in small town, real close to us. You know, coming right up toward us at Gary. And it had taken some roofs off and it had, you know, tore up some chicken barns and just whatnot, some trees and all. And uh, she, she looked on the deal of the track and the track came right up to us, to our property line over in one of our corners. And then the, it had picked up and then it had gone over us and across the highway, which is about a mile from us. Um, 
a mile and three tenths to be exact. And then it set back down and it, it took out, it, it didn't do a whole lot of damage, but it took out some trees and, you know, some, uh, I think another roof or two. And then it went on out towards a little old community called Deadwood out towards uh, the state line next to Louisiana. And it did a little bit of damage. Now, nobody was hurt. Nobody was, was um, killed. But she said, look at this track. She said, this track all the way up to our property. Then up and over and then back down and on. I said, I know. She said, she said, that's a miracle. I said, that's the power of God. I said, you know, I knew. I never doubted for a minute that God wouldn't protect us. And when we prayed and we asked God that no harm would come there to us or it wouldn't come nigh to our my property, that it would move on and that it wouldn't hurt anybody in its path or it wouldn't hurt anybody as it went on. And um, nobody was hurt, like I say, in, in our county at all. And nobody was hurt that I know of that um, after it, you know, went on wherever, it, you know, sometimes they come up for a while and they come back down, but never heard of anybody being hurt. Listen, that's the kind of God we serve. That's the kind of God we serve. We serve a God that is able to secure our bounds. See, when I when I prayed over my property, I, had, I said, Lord, set an angel at each corner of my property to protect me to protect us, to keep us safe from all harm. And you know, I've noticed that sometimes people who are troubled and uh, have trouble in their life, they can come over to my house and and sit down on the couch. Next thing you know, they'll be sleeping. And uh, it's because they feel a peace and a safety here because I had dedicated this property to, to God. He blessed me with it and I dedicated it to him. You know, I tell you what, our God is so big and our God is able to do more than we ask or think. And uh, some of the scriptures uh, I wanted to, uh, I, I just wanted to share a few of the scriptures. It says, um, in, uh, in, in, in um, let's see here. Okay, so Deuteronomy 32.8 says, When the Most High divided the nations, their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. In Job 14.5 says, Seeing the days are determined the number of his months of thee, thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. In Job 26.10 says, He has compassed the water with bounds unto the day and night. And um, he says, uh, in Acts 14, it says, um, And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Well, you know, the bounds of our habitation, he, he appointed them. You know, God sets the bounds. You know, and he said, he said everywhere, he told them, he said, build a, put a marker upon the land. When they crossed, um, Egypt, uh, the Red Sea, they built a marker upon the land. When they crossed the Jordan, they built a marker on the land. And, you know, so these markers on our land are God marks, you know. And um, like I say, there's no, there's no power in the stakes. There's no power in the stakes, but the power in faith and in prayer and dedicating your land and dedicating your life to Christ, you know, and he will protect you. He will set your bounds. Listen, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to just call out unto him. 
And the word of God says in, in Romans 10, uh, 8 and 9, it says that if you believe with your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins and you confess him with your mouth, then you shall be saved. Are you saved? Call out a component. Call out to him. Ask him. Ask him. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess you with my heart. I ask you to be the Lord of my life. Come into my heart. Lead me and guide me. Pour your spirit out upon me in Jesus' name. Listen, until next time, man, it, it's been a day. I've heard dogs barking. I've heard phones ringing. It's just been, every time I try to get started, this is about the fourth time I tried to get through this and try to, to, uh, to uh, get this podcast done. I hope it blesses you. If you have any questions, uh, faithwalk1960 at outlook.com. Faithwalk1960 at outlook.com. And you can reach me, email me. Listen, hit the subscribe button wherever you listen. Spot, uh, what is it? Spotify? Spotify, iHeart, Google, uh, Apple, um, Intune, Alexa, uh, Buzzsprout. Faith Walk William Carroll at buzzsprout.com. You, you can find me almost anywhere. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little the, the little bell and you'll be signaled when another one is dropped and a new one is there. And uh, if, if it blesses you, share it with your friends. Share it with your family. You know, that's how the Word of God is, is spread abroad. Not by people coming to church, but by people leaving the church, going out of the church, and then sharing their faith with other people. You know, until next time, God bless you. Take God out of the box. Have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Walk in his power. Walk in his love. In Jesus' name, until next time, this is William Carroll. Amen.